1: Hello. Hello. Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code. Resting 2x power.
0: What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, "Give me the hell, yeah!" Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE
2: Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted you
1: need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucked everyone this is jeff cobb i'm lewis howley i'm sam Stoker. we are pretty deadly and you're listening to the wrestling wrestling podcast yes boy yes boy
0: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stancy, Romoran, and Chino Liao together again and at your service as we record another mailbag episode. I just gotta say, first of all, thank you to you guys for holding down the fort all of last week. Uh, It's nice to be close to 100% and be able to record the pod again.
1: You know, I'm just happy that you've recorded from your suspected
0: STD. <laughs> and uh, we can,
1: we can go back to business. You know? Yes,
0: it's, it's nice to be negative. Uh, it's nice to be negative. So, yeah, uh, uh, time to get back to work. And uh, we are, what, a few days away from SummerSlam? I think you episode that in this week in the live stream. That's our predictions episode. Dubai. Yes,
2: uh, for sure.
0: Right. So while we get ready for SummerSlam, let's give you the mailbag episode first. And if you're listening to this for the first time, this is where we take all your questions. From social media primarily through TikTok, and then we answer them for you as best as we can. Because it's kind of hard to get all of our insights in in just these bite-sized one-minute or three-minute videos, right?
1: Yeah, and honestly, na easy putting a TikTok video for the wrestling wrestling podcast account. I on the milk the other person on so <laughs> yeah, so I can I'm see putting that. I'm putting all my effort to that and really not putting any focus on. The wrestling content. So I'm saving it for this. I'm saving it for this.
2: I got you. It's okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Before we get to question number one, let's let you know first about some of the cool things we've got going on here in the, uh, on the podcast, particularly in our wrestling wrestling podcast patron group. Because uh, you know, like I said earlier, malapit na mag SummerSlam. That means we're gonna have another watch party, and we're gonna have one live this weekend. It's gonna be Sunday because SummerSlam is on Saturday US time. So, Ro, let the people know how they can be part of our SummerSlam live watch party.
2: All right. All you gotta do is sign up for our Patreon at patreoncom podcast for as low as 250 pesos. For kung gusto niyo na 500, one new patron has done exactly that. So wow. when you, yeah, yeah, that's true. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you do that, when you either sign up with either 250 or 500, you get access to the Patreon uh, exclusive content where we review shows. Uh Stan and I have been reviewing shows recently. We also get exclusive content to the Discord server where we do the watch parties and we talk about wrestling and you know give you some of that good stuff. And also get free merch and you know uh, be part of a community that likes uh, loves wrestling a lot. So again, yeah. patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for Azola's 250 pesos. Can I just say that's the group 10?
1: Angkaloa is apeshit. So <laughs> you, you learn things on the Patreon.
0: I was about to say, nah, you know, w- when you're part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patron Group, you can also get uh, links to stuff like heels. Like, if you want to oh, find oh, a way to watch heels locally, we got you covered in the Patron Group. It's so you're becoming
1: really streaming service. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, so there. Uh, once again, it's Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's get to the bail bag and let's start off with Toodle and Noodle. Who asks, Ricochet or Will Osprey? When I when I saw this, I thought that match in 2017, in Best of the Super Juniors, right? when, when that went viral, or was it 2016, whenever that was. Um, I'm probably going to say Ricochet, just because I like him more than Will Ospreay. You know, just because just I like Ricochet more.
2: Yeah, uh, Ricochet because he adapted to a new style. He wasn't you know, proud or prideful enough to resist changing his style just to fit in WWE. So he is already much better than um, Will Ospreay. Because Will Ospreay hasn't had to change his style just yet. So uh, definitely, Ricochet is also a better person, I would think, uh, unless new reports come out to state otherwise. So Ricochet for me.
1: Yeah, i Ricochet for all the reasons stated. Also, I, I think I can respect Will Ospreay for yeah. being stuck to his ways. It's just that I have seen a lot more of Ricochet. No, I've seen matches with the heel she, which is
2: weird. Yeah. Uh,
1: on on the network, if you d- dive real deep, you'll find that. oh yeah, I'm a Ricochet guy through and through. All
0: right. Now let's get to this next one from Macaroonie who asks, is it good that Finn Balor came back to the main roster? I'll, I'll let you start, Ro, because I know you thoughts on the difference between NXT Finn and main roster Finn?
2: Uh, There isn't much difference, actually, because he kind of brought NXT Finn to the main roster back with him. Uh, I'm going to say that... No, I don't think it was a good idea. I think that definitely NXT needed him around for more star power. But again, as we Chino and I already talked about on the last week's episode of the podcast... Uh, NXT is going back to developmental And it's going to be more developmental Than it ever was in the past Five or seven, six or seven years Under Triple H So, okay If Finn Balor is going to be the star That he wants to be on Raw and SmackDown Or SmackDown uh, Then so be it And it's good for his career um, Let him make that back Let him get that
0: back Now, no,
2: my answer doesn't really deviate From what Rose
1: said I agree with everything he said. Also, I would like to add that if Finn wants to go back to NXT, it's because he loved that old format of NXT, which he was a part of.
2: Uh
1: The thing that's going out the door right now as we speak. So, we won't get that NXT anymore because all three of us are in agreement on how good that product is. But at the same time, you can't really have Finn Balor in development. Uh for that. (laughs) Yeah. He's a gaming term, so I, I agree that he belongs on the main roster, especially since he's been able to refine his character a lot more. He's not the makeup guy or the wholesome babyface guy. He's actually got an edge to him now, which we all love.
0: Yeah, I think uh, again, the qualifier yung question ni Makaruni, kasi is it good for Hood? Is it good for Finn? Is it good for NXT for the main roster or whatever? I think na ultimately SmackDown won, Because they still need stars. And the yung, yung babyface depth ng SmackDown, he's not that deep. Eh. So having Finn Balor there na plug and play as a, a, an upper-mid card, main event good guy, diba? that's always good for the brand. Um, even though he's not in the main storylines right now, it's still an asset for SmackDown. So yeah, uh, it's good for them Finn Balor got shit over there when he supposedly graduated again from NXT. Okay, next question from Game Time Ph. Uh, they ask, Sino sa tingin yo ang top babyface sa wrestling right now. Yan, yeah, uh, that's in connection to what I just said about uh, the top baby faces on, on the roster. Kayo, what do you think?
2: Uh, so get, kung pinahat top babyface right now. It has to be John Cena because he is literally the biggest babyface in the entire wrestling world at the moment. But if we're not talking about John Cena, uh, I would probably say Christian say he is also a number one contender at the moment. So, uh, big faces right now. Hangman page, probably. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, hangman, I was gonna say, hangman as well. Uh, eh, how about Drew? Uh, eh, medyo medyo, uh yeah. so I'll, I'll let you guys answer that. I uh, do, Big E. I'm gonna throw Big E's big name
1: e, in there. Yes, I agree with Big E. Finn uh, might be a uh, contender for that. I can see that happening. Um, any so EW side of things, I'd say. Kenny Omega, uh, legit not a uh, baby sorry. face. Sorry, male pala, male, Malay male. See si, and pala, hangman pala. Because of that every man appeal. You yeah. Know? Yeah, need to see
0: hangman over Christian. Eh. If you had to pick like the top baby face in uh, dynamite, it's really that's Hangman. Fair. Yeah,
2: that's fair.
0: I would say hangman's in the spot that Drew was at last year, right before he won the title.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's also fair.
0: Yeah. So I, I guess in all of wrestling, I don't know. Um if, if you put John Cena in the conversation, I think it's Cena. But you take him out, I think it opens the door wide open.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause uh right now he's still part-time, no matter what you say about him asking for more dates. But he, by default, he is really the biggest babyface at this point. He never really turned heel, um, never going to um, if you don't count that spot from WrestleMania 30. <laughs> yeah, he was right?
0: He said he was going to go, lose, so the met, I know he met in Hollywood. I mean, he's uh, Jacob Toretto and and Peacemaker. Those are heels.
2: Yeah. Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question. This one's from Bruce, uh, one of our longtime listeners, who asks: Do you think the WWE would be a better product if they have an off season?
2: Let's start with Roe. Well, no, no, mind. Are you sure you want to start with me? I'll Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll with go Chino. and
1: I'll say definitely. Um, it, the WWE works. 300 days out of the entire year 365 so they only get a little bit over two months off so it's a little it's a little understandable why the wrestlers get burned out so easily as they do because you're not just wrestling on a weekly basis you're wrestling two or three times a week plus the travel plus the expenses plus being away from your families For that long. It's really not a sustainable, or sorry, the easiest lifestyle to be a part of. Plus, with an off season, you can actually cap storylines with an ending. You know, you can end it like a TV show does and leave cliffhangers in there and actually see storylines through and build proper arcs instead of just making everything last so long for more than a year. In a sense, like here tele-serie.
2: So there's like a lot of upside to an off-season for me. I just realized that no wrestling na wrestling off-season. Like all wrestling, no matter what level you're on, is uh, forever running soap opera. That's actually <laughs> and,
0: also true. Yeah. So I mean, we tried to have one uh, back in PWR, but remember after the no, November show, we, d- like we did didn't take really take the next couple of months off.
2: We didn't really, I think that was more out of necessity. Eh. Parang a lot of the times when we did that in PWR, it was mostly because we wanted or we didn't have as many uh, resources to pull off, you know, monthly shows every month.
0: Saka, but, tayo pag December. Eh.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it still happened. Uh, but mostly, for the most part, walang resting na may off season But I want to add to China's point by saying that there are so many. Uh, storyline possibilities that you unlock when you have an off season, like in real sports, diba maraming off season narratives and When you get trades, you get free agent signings, uh, training camp signings, and uh, training cap stories. Imagine the the kind of stories you can tell, uh in wrestling when you have an off season. And you yeah, know, as she already mentioned, you can do cliffhangers, you can cap stories, and have them have a definite end or not end if you want it to be like that. So with that, I think it's something they should. Try, And no matter what wrestlers say about it, because like some wrestlers will say that off-seasons are bad for them because they get out of the wrestling groove. Um, it's still a good thing for their body. It's still a good thing for our body. It's a good thing to not be working for some part of the year.
0: So, what I'm going to say is Rowan G, first... Um, if you follow your wrestling video games like WW2K, they kind of do structure and create a wrestler arc as if there's an off-season. Right? Like It starts uh, sometime after WrestleMania, then it really builds towards WrestleMania as the finale of the story. So if you know, the TV product followed that, then you have the natural structure for what could allow for an off-season. Uh, the second thing is something that I remember reading in a uh, David Shoemaker column back when he was writing for Grantland. And you see, the framework at the time was, merong rotating off season. Like, you know, wrestling as a as a machine could still operate. Like, the WWE could still have their shows all year round. pero internally, meron silang schedule na, oh, okay, etong two months sa to off si Charlotte Flair. Oh, itong two months sa to off si Roman Reigns. Itong, itong two months ato, off si Kevin Owens. Alam mo yun, na- naka-stagger sya, naka stagger siya, naka. Uh, stagger in such a way that there's always going to be an ample supply of pain eventers, upper mid carders, mid card people, tag teams, and, and, and all that. So, we can predict when they're injured, when they're burn out, or when you know, they have to take like, uh, you know, a break for mental health or whatever. But to have a system in place like that at least takes care of the inherent problem, which is na walang off season, walang recovery period. What do you guys think about something like that?
2: Uh, I think we already have that now. Like, this year more than ever, in the last year, we saw, like, a staggered release, a rollout rotation of wrestlers taking breaks. Like, Sasha Banks took four months off after WrestleMania And uh, we did see... What it would do. And it, it, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's up to them, though, on how they're going to work around it. If they can develop talent enough to uh, sufficiently supply their own roster. But I think it's possible. Uh, I think we can see it happen. I don't think there is no reason why they should, shouldn't try it. Oh, I feel
1: like when you talk about something like that, you're also going to have to talk about star-making capabilities here. exposures right? So some of them are admittedly more popular than others, right? you take one guy out of the picture... Uh, what will be left is a gaping hole in your lineup, ba? Like, for example, when Roman Doreens was gone for all that time that he was, ang laki ng gap na kailangan punuin, And they were throwing everybody in there. Fiend, Braun Strowman, Goldberg, anybody that didn't fit that mold, ba? Pero, nung bumalik siya, it just suddenly all made sense. So, parang, if you're going to talk about giving people time off In in limited amounts and in in a rotating capacity, you're also going to have to talk about who you're going to push, how you're going to book them, how you're going to develop the people that you want to replace the person in in front of the line.
0: Yeah, then planning and strategic booking. If if they get their ducks in a row and start building stars properly, then they probably wouldn't have a problem like that.
1: That's true, yes.
0: Okay. Next question. Uh, next couple of questions before we get to our first break. NF is asking your thoughts on Finn wanting to go back to NXT again. So, ako, whenever I see a question like this, I always wonder if the contract situation nila nagbabago ba? Like, de ba? Alam naman natin na yung contracts sa developmental or sa NXT they're still different from main roster contracts. But there were reports uh, from 2019 when Finn first showed up ag- again on NXT that reportedly. Uh, Hindi naman dun nagbago yung pay situation, yeah. So, you know, if if Finn wants to go back to NXT for like a lighter schedule and for the format he likes, but hindi naman na affecting salary, yeah, then uh, ultimately it's it's just really the boss's call, diba. Like, go, Finn, you do you. I feel like Finn
1: um,
0: is enjoying
1: the married life uh, because he is married now, diba. He just got married to his beautiful wife and they've been traveling a lot. Um, If you follow him on social media, you'll see exactly that. So, I think I can appreciate him wanting a lighter schedule. about money is money. So, of course, the talk of getting paid, what he's due, and how that equates into the larger picture. But at the end of the day, you're really just considering the superstar or the wrestler's happiness here. Right? Where is he going to be most happy? And if he feels like he's going to be most happy in a product that is so being that, lesser than the main roster or not as exposed as the main roster, and then
2: what are they going to Um, I guess you know Stan is right. It depends on the boss's call. Because say uh, it was the boss's call for Triple H to bring Finn down back to NXT um a couple of years ago, and uh. It's definitely Vince's call to bring him up to SmackDown. So no matter what Finn likes, uh, he's told to go wherever he's needed to go. Um, I don't know if this is true. If Finn does actually want to go back to NXT, I would want to stay in NXT if I were him. But uh, again, the the big money is on SmackDown. And if he wants to support a family, then I think that he should stay on SmackDown. And you know, get that money wherever he can. I don't think they're back to full live touring just yet, anyway. So he has some time to prepare for you know, for the return to that schedule to that life again.
0: Yeah, all right. Last question before we go to break CDR underscore K asks, Sino dapat ang next universal champion after Roman Reigns. I, I would have said Cesaro, but he kind of fell off the map ulit. They can start and stop booking? Cesaro is back, so I'm um, probably gonna say Big E, just because he seems to be the ne- the, the next logical babyface. Even though yung uh, the, the signs and the rumors are kind of pointing towards Big E cashing in eventually on Bobby Lashley.
2: There are rumors. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were. There were uh, right after Money in the Bank.
2: Okay, I didn't. I did not know that. Uh... I, yeah, I think Big E then Should be the next Universal Champion um, But either way Whether he cashes in on Lashley or on Roman uh, He's going to be a champion So I think that much is inevitable And I just like that for Big E So uh, I do want him to cash on Roman I think that feud is going to be fire Sana mangyaring
1: Baron Corbin
0: I really need to know how how Baron Corbin can keep being poor despite having a WWE contract despite <laughs> being in like a suit without a
1: jacket type of situation every week wow why well, does he look like he's dressing up for work
0: not <laughs> so, Exactly. Yeah, I, I just need to know. Just
1: poor money management on his
0: part. Seriously, uh, no, Chita, no, no, no. I would
1: say Biggie as well. Um, okay. So that's the only person I can see. Because all the other guys I would say are no longer with the WWE. I would say that O'Brien. That would be a nice way to entice him back, there. Eh, so I, I would say Biggie. I would I wouldn't mind a mix-up though. Like I wouldn't mind seeing John Cena as a champion again. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Diba? Just just for the Have kicks, him break the diba?
0: uh break Rick Yeah, Flair's
1: exactly. not a Ric Flair, diba? They apparently supposedly they're on bad terms with each other. So, make Cena I don't think Flair. they're on
0: bad terms with one another.
2: <laughs> yeah, parang hindi naman.
0: Wasn't
1: so. that
2: one of the rumors anyway? Uh,
1: Anyway, let's not talk about rumors in this episode. that <laughs> like, I not I wouldn't mind seeing Cena as champion one last time.
0: Sure. Yeah. Number seventeen. I'm all for it. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the worst wrestling reigns of terror. You potential goats from the current generation favorite bullet club members and more but first we got to let you know that PNA is still celebrating its second anniversary for this month of August and Chino, I know you're uh, you had a lot of fun on last Friday's stream and that you're going to be part of this Friday's stream
1: yeah this Friday I am going to join the rest of the podcasters of podcast network asia as we celebrate PNA's second anniversary but there will be a lot of fun A lot of prizes to give away We're going to be playing Kahoot games The only thing I can promise you will not happen Is what ang management But uh, all in all <laughs> All in all It's going to be good fun for everybody Involved So please please join us on uh, Friday, that's the 21st At 6.30pm On PNA's Facebook page And we are going to go live by then
0: yeah, facebook.com slash podcast network Asia, hashtag too good to be Two. All right, um, as for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, if you want to keep supporting us, you can actually do that through your online shopping at no additional cost to you. Ro, let them know how they can do that through our friends over at Lazada. All right, guys, uh, the
2: sale has just passed last week, but, you know, it doesn't stop you from getting what you need and what you want from Lazada. I say hashtag, Nasa Lazada So you can help us support the podcast by doing your online shopping on Lazada. All you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Type that in your browser before you add the cart and checkout and portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on
0: the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia.
1: Hey, Chida Leal here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Cloud. Now I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The
0: jokes are aplenty only here on Class Cloud. And we're back. Let's get to the second half of your mailbag questions here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Here's one from Roman J. Rodriguez who asks, pick one worse wrestling reign of terror, ruthless aggression era Triple H, or early TNA Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> you know... uh they were both terrible and I got worked by
2: Triple H more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Triple H because at that time I genuinely believed that he was this top main event talent that uh, literally ruled Raw with a reign of terror. And see Jeff Jared, you know, na na big world champion, a big time uh, he was what in intercontinental championship level uh, back in WWF. So uh because of that, I knew that Jeff Jarrett was really just power tripping in TNA because he ran TNA. But Triple H, he was the real deal. Yeah, being a WWE
1: guy, I would say triple H as well. So I and I don't know. I'm trying to think of what Jarrett actually did in TNA. Oh, I see what happened.
0: He but just, I he just gave himself really the it.
2: world championship.
0: Yeah, uh, Ruthless Aggression era Triple H as forever champion was the man. Like, yun yung time na eh, I-, I was getting into wrestling. And like you, Ro, no work din ako. was parang ko as a kid, yung talagang galit na galit ako pag si Triple H. And to me, that meant a lot. because I had somebody I wanted to see get taken down. So, when Chris Benoit made him tap out, the band WrestleMania 20, that was a huge deal. So, I don't think Jeff Jarrett had a rival or a moment that could uh, approach level of catharsis na ganun. Parang ba? Parang, parang wala. Parang wala nga.
1: But I mean, if we're if he's referring to uh the way it was booked, cahpe mas Boy Jeff Jarrett, diba?
2: oh, so, oh. Ang selfish selfish
1: of booking nyanin, <laughs> At least, pa ano Triple H made stars out of his challengers, diba? Whether it be Benoit, Booker T, whatever.
0: Well, he kind of did bury Jericho and uh, I mean, yes, T. also. But like he made stars out of Orton and Batista. Yes, I'll give him diba? that, de ba?
1: kaya Naman siya
0: right. Yeah. I'll i mean, give credit, Book, credit Booker me.
1: T is a main eventer in that time. That was so like, unstructured for me.
0: Uh, that story, though, was very racially charged. <laughs> well, that's also true. I will
1: remind you that. Well, that's okay. also
0: true. I mean, we're not talking about the social justification here. All right, next question. Adrian Romulo asks: Sino sa mga wrestlers ngayon ang posibleng mapasok sa goat conversation for majority of wrestling fans.
2: Hmm. Uh, He's a good one. I would Bobby's say Daniel point. Bryan. I would say Daniel Bryan and uh, Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah, I would say Kenny Omega is a good uh, contender for that spot. he a lot of belt, He lost one over the weekend, sure. But he still has three others. So.
0: I think like Kenny is ako than Daniel Bryan. And I'm a Bryan mark. You guys know this, right? Um, And I, uh, I say Kenny over Bryan because... See, si Kenny Omega, he kind of brought back the territorial-era star-level power that yeah. Ric Flair had, that he'd go from territory to territory, conquer the championships, and make a big deal out of everything. Uh, that's something that we never really saw since the dissolution of the territorial system in the 70s and 80s. So I would probably give it to Kenny. Um, I'm surprised that AJ Styles hasn't come up. Oh, yeah,
2: that's true. AJ Styles is a good GOAT contender. Uh, yeah, 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 fair uh, I was also thinking about you know current wrestlers and AJ Styles is a current wrestler, so yeah, those are yeah, but no, uh, I like Daniel Bryan because uh, he legitimately brought himself up from you know being a uh person that the WWE system did not believe in and turning himself into an undeniable main event talent, a proven draw, so uh. In, given his size and his uh, body type, you know, and that's something to be said about the kind of wrestler that he is. I, I would throw
1: Chris Jericho into the mix. Thank just you. Just because of his reinvention and the number of times he's actually been able to reinvent himself coming back to WWE, appearing in New Japan, appearing in AEW right now. The are not going the same iteration of Jericho. It's always a variant of the one man. And it's always been just so good. Every time. Every time he's come back, I've always popped. Every time he left, I was always a little sad. So Chris Jericho for
0: me. Yeah, feeling feel like uh, Chris Jericho in year 31 of his career is better than Ric Flair in year 31 of his career.
1: That's fair, yeah.
0: <laughs> Next question from Winu asks, Sinung Paburita mong member ng Bullet Club? I answer this on TikTok. Mine is Prince Devin. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine is probably AJ Styles and Stephen Amell.
1: My favorite member of Bullet Club is the Bullet Babe. Yung ex-Ning Luke <laughs> uh, or, or Or that uh, voyeur model that uh, yeah. <laughs> she walks out with. Yung, yung kasama ni Yujiro? Yung kasama ni Yujiro. <laughs> yeah. e- either. Or, either or. I don't All really right. know. I don't really <laughs> have an answer for this. I'm not really the biggest Bullet <laughs> Club bart
0: so. I, I think this would have been a better question years ago nung talaga ng Bullet Club uh, uh, yeah. heat, are a so Bad not. Luck Fale
1: eh? just because he has a
0: coffee shop. And I like coffee, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, I have an AJ Styles and Stephen ML Bullet Club shirt. So, you know, matik sila na. Right, next, Alphabetadyne asks, best Wrestlemania intro para sa'yo? I'd say 20 for by me. This
2: he, no, by this he means entrance. Yung best ah, Wrestlemania
0: shit. entrance. Ah, shit. I sorry, yeah. sorry. I clarified
2: this, this with him on TikTok.
0: Okay. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna think about it. kay muna. Great name, by the way, Alphabetadyne.
1: Uh, I like um, anything Triple H. And for some reason, lagging sa kanya napubunta yung production value he had one with the Terminator he had one where he looked like Mad Max Um gangster but Cena so
2: yeah
1: so like anything like Doomsday or Apocalyptic I really automatically am drawn so I say Triple
2: H I'm gonna pick the gangster uh, entrance that Cena did on 22 the one with CM Punk so that I was had that cool. in mind too yeah yeah, it was pretty cool
0: Uh. hmm you know, I think Roe nailed it. Uh, the John Cena entrance from 22. Sobra ang as They really approximated yung yung mafia ano mafia feel diba? So yeah, that that's, that's probably it. Okay, next, uh, Yoshi Mendoza asks: Pinong wrestler ang pinakamagaling on the mic para sa hmm. uh,
2: <laughs> I want to go with CM Punk. Um, he makes wrestling promos sound so effortless without having to I feel like he was the first real wrestler in WWE who didn't do yung yung super old school na shouting promo type you know he brought this like conversational feel to promos and never once slipped in doing so I think Cena also kind of was conversational but um I think Si Punk talaga yung una, hindi sumisigaw eh. You know, no,
0: like, I, I think yung unang hindi was really Jake Roberts. Yeah. Which oh, is okay. when, when when Jake Roberts would cut promos, parang bumubulong siya eh. Yeah. Very sinister ya parang he... Eto, etong gagawin ko sayo. No, no, no. All right.
2: I mean um well Punk sounds like a normal guy, right? Uh when he cuts promos, like he is like he's talking to you and you're in a nice dr- drunken conversation with him. Something like that. walang, walang pa-put on na effect, walang pa-cool na effect. Uh, just a normal guy speaking and speaking confidently
1: Stan already said my answer it's Jake Roberts um, he's very it's very methodical the way he approaches the promo it's like the way he used to wrestle but it's very technical and pointed right? it's like no wasted motion type of deal when you talk to something like Jake the Snake right? and it's exactly how he speaks as well right? so he even mentioned it in some interviews that he did talks about how he wanted to stand out. So instead of being the loudest person in the room in an era where you had Macho Man and Hogan and everybody, and The Warrior even, cut promos with like this loud, aggressive, angry voice, he decided to be soft-spoken and, and methodical and just very succinct with his words. And it actually made him stand out. So I say Jake Roberts.
0: Um, for me, all time I'd pick The Rock, just because he really knows how to rile up a crowd, diba. Uh, yeah. he, he knew what to say, knew the beats he had to hit, yung energy, sobrang kuhang kuhanye. And whether it's in front of like 500 people or 50,000 people in a big stadium, kayang, kayang he, he'd really have everybody eating off the palm of his hand. Uh, but Siguro from the current generation, um, I'm, I'm gonna try to stay away from like a Chris Jericho type answer. And I'll say Roman. I would say Roman Reigns is really, really good right now. Uh, kasi, um, nakukuha niya yung different elements of energy. Alam niya kung kailan siya mag-hold back kasi kailangan niya maging gaslighter, kailangan niya maging condescending and smug. And then alam niya rin kung kailan niya kailangan maging intense para you know ma-realize mo na, shit is getting real, I will really beat you up. So uh see si Roman Reigns has also applied that Jake Roberts-esque na psychology to his promos as a character. So yun, um, people still are uh, treating Roman Reigns as this underrated guy in terms of his mic and character work. So I think he, he deserves some props here. Right. I'm surprised
1: uh, you didn't go for your boy, Edge. Uh, that would have also
0: been <laughs> an answer. Eh, uh, well, Edge is like on the same level now of Jericho. you eh? I, okay. I did not want to give a jericho right. level answer. So there. Uh, last question for this week's episode of The Mailbag. Lance Tolentino asks, favorite WrestleMania of all time? Let's start with Chino since you've seen more manias than and row
1: So you're 20. sticks out we all know why yeah Um, yeah. so yeah for those of you that don't it's because of christian Jericho (laughs) uh, every day your main event was also benoit winning that title was that the same mania where eddie and benoit went to the ring oh yeah 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 that was the
2: moment moment, that was the moment
1: that was it for me because it was one of the first Manias where I actually saw and wa- watched not in the background or something that I glanced upon. It, to me, that would be my answer.
0: Yeah, I think that's our answer as a podcast, 20. Yeah, 20. But <laughs> if, if you
2: needed a different answer from me, I would say 30. 30 is a good pro, uh, WrestleMania.
0: Okay. Uh, a, a different answer from me is 35 because I was there. So like, yeah. I'm going to be biased. Oh, that's but I, fair. Like, I I spent for it. I actually got to take it in. I went through access takeover, um, raw and smackdown, all of the events. Talaga. I got to meet wrestlers. Uh, I saw John Cena come back out as the Doctor of Tagonomics as an adult, you know. And I I got to experience it with friends. So uh, thirty five really stands out to me. So there, uh, that's gonna do it for this mailbag episode of the podcast. Before we get out of here, gotta let you know about a couple of things. First off, Champre supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, you can do that in so many ways. Among them, following us, subscribing, letting your friends know that we exist. And of course, through your online shopping, this time naman on Shopee. Alright guys We also have an
2: affiliate link On Shopee Same mechanics Same method All you gotta do is Type this affiliate link On your browser TinyURL.com Slash TinyURL.com Slash WWP uh, Type it in At the cart, Check out And your purchase Will help us do What we do here in the podcast no extra cost
0: And uh, we're gonna get To our other plugs On the live stream For now though We want you to catch The live stream Because we do that Every Thursday night At 7pm On Kumu At Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast So save all of your questions from this week over there We'll get to all of them while we preview SummerSlam So it's the SummerSlam go-home episode We'll try to do our predictions as best as we can If we go over an hour, I think it's okay for si PNA kasi, uh, SummerSlam, it's anniversary of <laughs> na PNA, di ba? So <laughs> we have that going for us So, so on two that, hours
2: am- on Thursday two So we have hours. SummerSlam
0: and you have TakeOver yeah, yeah, we we have a lot to talk about for this Thursday. So strap in, friends. We've got a long, long episode ahead of us. In the meantime, though, we want you to follow us on social media at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and on Spotify, Twitter and TikTok where the conversations happen, though. It is at Wrestling2Xpod. You can follow us individually as well at Sheena Supersized, at War and at underscore stanc. Huge, huge thanks to our babyface producers. Sola, Nikai, and Gel for putting these episodes together. And again, happy second anniversary to our podcast network, Asia Family. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is officially in the books. Please stay safe. Mask up. If you can get your vaccines, please get your vaccines. And let's just stay alive, man. We're out of here. Peace.